Hello and welcome to an extra short episode of Maple Syrup Blood Money. I am your host, Kyle Carty, and joining me, as always, is the gun to my Archie. <laughs> Noah Carton. Noah, Archie's got a gun, Archie got, son. He got a gun, and you know what? I was totally thinking <laughs> of doing the same intro if I had to do it, so... <laughs> I'm so glad. We're so in sync, my sweet friend. Oh, man. Um, oh, man. So uh, this episode is going to be uh, incredibly short. Yeah. I mean, comparatively. Um, just because it's the off season. Um, we're not really... Only only for like another month and a half, though. O- October 11th is the premiere. Yes. So we kind of just want to get hype and let all y'all lovely folks know that we're still here and do like a quick little update. It's just there ain't a lot going on right now, but we found two uh, trailers and we've sort of put together kind of what we want to do as we head forward to October 11th, which is over a month away. So we're not just gonna be hanging out Mm -hmm. over that month. In the show notes, because that's a term that I learned that people use. Uh, Noah is going to include the uh, links to the two trailers mm-hmm. that we are talking about in case you haven't seen them. Uh, and they are, like, the total runtime is going to be, like, two whole minutes of your time. But check them out. Otherwise, there will be no context for this episode. Yeah. Uh, so, Noah, uh, why don't you uh, lead us in... Just because, you know, you are the one who showed it to me when we were at Gen Con. On our Twitter, we posted a very quick video of um, a a tender moment between us. And that was like (laughs) maybe an hour after (laughs) Noah showed me the trailer. I am pumped. Take us in, friend. So so the first thing is is we have a, uh, they call it the Riverdale Stunning Critics trailer. And it's basically just some preview shots quick shots of of stuff that's going to be happening in season two along with like you know the the critic like uh poll quotes and stuff like that um but we get shots of like uh sheriff keller talking to archie archie talking to his friends um uh you know he's talking about uh needing to be prepared and stuff like that we see uh betty and her mom confronting each other we see people uh interviewing um uh Chughead's dad. Uh, yeah, there's like a trial going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we see uh, Veronica like taking off her shirt, about to get in the shower with somebody. Like, and then she's like in the sh- yeah, like okay, yeah, yeah. She's getting in there. I don't want to. I don't want to be that guy, but okay. Um, I, uh, my my feelings towards uh, Veronica have been uh, well documented. Yeah, <laughs> and any more, and I worry that I will look like a creep. Uh, we also get like. Uh, a shot of the masked gunman from the end of season one, like, outside, like, pointing a gun. And then a shot of uh, Pop's Diner at night, like, all red, backlit, and Archie <laughs> pulling a gun from his varsity jacket. Like, Archie. What the uh, it's fuck? a Leatherman jacket, Noah. Okay, yeah, whatever. Stick to the in-universe continuity. <laughs> Is there? Is there? Uh... <laughs> But yes, he he's, he pulls a gun from his jacket, like prepared to blow some dude away. Like, it looks so good. Like, graphically, 
just like the the little Riverdale sting at the end of like a foggy rained on window with like a blurry Pops Diner sign in the background. Like aesthetically, Riverdale's keeping that like muted but still neon color palette, and it's really really pretty. Because yeah. um, I've been I've been doing a lot of logo design recently, and God damn, Riverdale's is continually on point. Yeah. Also. God damn it. It's it's getting chilly and like the chill has reached my lungs and I'm coughing more than usual now, so I'm sure I'm going to have a fun time editing this. Oh so I'm just going to uh, if there's a quick pause here. I've edited out a very large cough. One moment. There's also at like 20 seconds-ish, I think, like maybe about halfway through the trailer. Mm-hmm. Um there was something that having watched the second trailer, I did not notice originally, and that is a shot of uh, Cheryl Blossom, uh, Blaze Blossom, yes, like doing a doing like a real, real tight turn, um, and and she is in like what looks to be a a hospital, which will make sense when we watch the second trailer. I don't know what happened, but but so trailer number two uh, is. Which is- it's actually the first trailer. It's the Comic Con 2017 trailer. Oh, I I goddamn hate this vernacular of like, well, this is our trailer for the teaser, and this yeah, is our yeah, teaser yeah, trailer, yeah. and this is our full trailer. It's just like, just fucking release the thing, please. Yeah. Just like, goddamn. Anyway, okay. So anyway, um, Noah is correct. Uh, so the the trailer after the teaser. Um, also, it looks like. Kevin and Betty are visiting uh, Cheryl in that that quick snippet of of the hospital, yes. and she's wearing her her all white outfit. Like all the shots we see of her and all the new trailers and stuff like that, Cheryl's wearing her all white like paladin outfit. Yeah, it's she's not wearing red anymore, and I wonder if uh, following our color theory talks, if Cheryl's color this season is going to be white because. Um, I mean, I know there's two different interpretations of white, where it's either the the combination of all colors or the absence of all colors, depending on like what uh, digital or uh, real medium you're working right. in. But um, I am wondering if they're taking like the absence of color approach with that white and saying that like because you know the the God, I'm totally blanking on the name. Uh, Polly's family, she was always wearing purple because that's the combination of blue and red. Right, and, right. you know, that was the two family colors. I am wondering if they're going to take this approach where she's just like this complete unaligned entity uh, and that they're going to be using white as the symbology for that. Possibly. Because white also invites death in a lot of cultures. That, that um, it's not, not every culture wears black to their funerals. A lot of cultures wear white. Um, so I am interested in seeing where that's, that's going to go, but, um, this, the actual Comic-Con trailer starts off with a literal goddamn Jughead, Jughead-a-log, yes. um, talking about how the innocence is over, Archie comes into a hospital with his dad, which, it might, which the hospital, like, looks like a 1940s style hospital, like, yeah, like, there is a sawbones in this facility, like, a World War- to Civil War and, ass medical doctor that just cuts your leg off when you got gangrene. And the nurse that like comes like running up, she has like the like forty The Florence Nightingale yes, ass shit. Yeah, she has like the forties fifty <laughs> like nurse outfit. They're not like scrubs like any regular freaking medical professional would wear nowadays. Shh. They don't got no scrubs in Riverdale, Noah. <laughs> I thought we've gone over this. 
Um, so, like, everyone comes in to, to check if Archie's okay. Veronica's the one who hugs him. Then they all sort of jump in. They start to talk about how, like, they think that the gunman might have had a different motive. Mm-hmm. And Archie's, like, covered in blood. We get a nice shot of, like, his cast from when he uh, punched through the ice yeah. in a moment of physics-defying action last season. And it has, like... Uh, names written on it. It's covered in blood. Everyone's looking pensive. Yeah. Jughead thinks he's withholding something. Archie has some concerns and fears. Like, it's all super interesting. He thinks that they're like witnesses and that the gunman might come back. Um, there's like shots of him like waiting at his door with a baseball bat that he's like nervously tapping because he's worried that someone might come back. Yeah. Pops. Pops goes in and talks about how it was like an angel of death <laughs> this, came to Riverdale. This fucking scene, like, it's first of all, it's shot like an interview. Like somebody is like on a film crew interviewing Pop Tate, and yeah, it's a talking head. Yeah, and he talks about like it's like the angel of death has come to Riverdale, and like it cuts over to Jughead, like right after Jughead just giving this kind of confused look, like what are you on, old man? He's like what? the fuck are you talking about um but most importantly is the very last shot uh-huh. where cheryl says uh things are going to be better now mummy uh different now mummy better um and then she like goes to like caress her mother's face but there's an iv like a drip bag in the shot uh-huh. and then uh we get uh mama blossom just scorched on the bed yeah so that's who she's visiting in the hospital. <laughs> Fucking punished, uh, punished Blossom. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> she's go, got like go to prison, on, like gauze and and the IV and everything. Like, uh, I, oxygen mask. Yeah, like, like I, there's some badness here. Like, I wonder if that's actually her mother, though. Don't, don't. It's Nana Blossom. They left her in the fucking <laughs> yeah, house. Yeah, he totally just left her in the fucking the in fucking uh, Blackthorn. Thornhill. Thornhill. Okay, Blackthorn. Something else. Thornhill. Um, but yeah, I don't know what Blackthorn is. It sounds like some sort of like warrior cat name. Um, but like, Mama Blossom is looking terrified at Cheryl, and I, I actually had to like doubt my mo- my like brain for a hot second here um because if memory serves uh noah my man's uh she got out of that burning house yeah, yeah no she was totally standing alongside uh cheryl as as it burned down so like unless she like ran back into the house mm-hmm. or like cheryl pushed her into the house <laughs> what if she ran back into the house to be like oh shit we left nana in there. <laughs> yeah that's their their retcon I see, and I am thinking. Bit aside, I am sort of wondering if uh, Mama Blossom might be the victim of a second act of arson from the uh, newly christened in ash Blaze Blossom. It's I. It's that's entirely possible. I think that her whole like setting things on fire motif is going to be a big thing this time around. This whole by fire For be sure. purged thing going on fire be cleansed yeah only we must be clean she's gonna be like the red woman the red priestess from game of thrones or some shenanigans like just setting children on fire yeah yeah dude 
I am so pumped. I'm so pumped for this season. I, so um, am I. Like this is like my my mind is running wild. <laughs> Mostly, it's running wild about Blaze Blossom because we haven't gotten any uh, shots of. Hiram or of any new characters. It's mostly just been the kids mm-hmm. and burnt up parents. Yeah, yeah. Like they're they're keeping it all I think towards the front end of the season where it's been the immediate aftermath of um uh Archie's dad getting shot and stuff. So Yeah, yeah they 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 don't want to give away the season, which I respect because there's nothing worse mm-hmm. than a trailer that gives away the plot beats of the entire movie. Yeah. Like, and that has been a huge problem in the past, like, two or three years. Like, most notably, like, what drove me nuts was, uh, did you see the Spider-Man Homecoming trailer, like, way back when that first got released? Uh, I, I saw a couple of them. I don't, I think I actually tried to avoid some of the later trailers. That's why I don't watch trailers anymore. And, like, it popped up on Facebook and my friends were like, oh, man, this trailer's so good. And then I watched it and it was, like, the whole movie in, like, a super condensed form. Like, you got every single plot beat. And I was like, okay, I don't need to see this now. And I haven't. I'm not gonna because I've seen the movie now. Yeah, But, like, this is is a well-edited trailer because, I mean, like, visually it's stunning, graphically it's stunning... Uh, and most importantly, content-wise, it is just enough to wet your beak and get the mind racing oh, yeah. without telling you what's going on. Definitely. Like, if we didn't know about Blaze Blossom from, like, uh, the showrunner's previous works, I feel like the the theory of Cheryl becoming a firebug might not have hit me as quickly as it hit me. Right, yeah. Uh. Um, but that... Ab- out covers it unless you have anything else you need to see man. uh about the trailers no not really um we're gonna run over a couple quick casting things that have been happening um yeah let's do it so like we've mentioned before mark consuelos who apparently is kelly ripa's husband is something i learned recently oh. um is playing uh, Hiram Lodge, okay. so the father of veronica uh as he is kelly ripa regis and kelly yes okay uh the regis isn't on there anymore um is regis still alive Yes, I think he's just retired. Good for him. Yeah. He earned it, I guess. So that's he's gonna be playing uh, Veronica Lodge's father, Hiram. Um, Ross Butler, who played Reggie in the first season, was re- has been replaced by Charles Melton um, due to like some casting things going on. Uh, Casey Cott, Hollywood. Yeah. Casey Cott, aka Kevin, um, is now a series regular, and I believe. Uh, the girl who plays Josie is also a series regular now because she's in like all of the casting shots and everything. Uh, I'm so nervous for more Josie and the Pussycats just because they were so poorly handled last season. Yeah, yeah. Like I liked, I liked them as actresses. I think that they're fantastic. I think that they're talented, but I think that the the writers need to do better. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, so we also got two new. Cast members added on um, Britt Morgan, who has been on uh, True Blood and uh, Supergirl, um, is going to be in a recurring role as Penny Peabody, an attorney for the Southside Serpents. Uh, and then uh, Graham Phillips, who was like a kid actor in like Evan Almighty and a couple other things, is going to be playing um, Nick St. Clair, who is Veronica's ex-boyfriend from New York. <coughs> 
Okay. So so there's some some ex business going on. Uh, and then, so he's gonna be some rich dickhead. Yeah, pretty much. Um, Why are you hanging out with these poor people, Veronica? Come back to New York with me. This is how people from New York talk. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> I guess uh, it's better than like a Joey Wheeler impression. Yeah. Uh, and then a couple. We got some new episode titles for season two. So. Uh, okay. So I'm pumped. So we did a kiss before dying, Nighthawks, the Watchers in the Wood, and the town that dreaded sundown. When we did God, I, Watchers in the Woods. I'm oh my god that's going to be a good episode. Uh then we have when a stranger calls. Okay, okay, I have a feeling someone's going to be getting a threatening message. Death proof. <laughs> the fucking Tarantino joint. Yeah. Tales from the dark side. <laughs> okay. House of the Devil. <sighs> Is Riverdale going to be a full 22, 24 this year? Uh, I'm not sure. I think it's going to be... Uh, I think it's going to be at least 12. Because it was like 12, 13 last year. Um, yeah. And I don't think it needs a full order. I think Riverdale is best when it's a half. But, like, you know, we'll see after the sophomore year. But... Mm-hmm. Sometimes with twenty four season, twenty four episode seasons, uh, storylines can drag a little bit unless they cut it up into two clean chunks. Which at that point you might as well just do a season two and a season three. Yeah, yeah, like that's one thing I've noticed with a lot of like the the premium air quotes shows, like stuff like uh, Mad Men and Breaking Bad and stuff on like basic cable channels, not networks and stuff, is that. If you keep your seasons fairly short and contained, and you do only a limited amount of seasons, the shows tend to turn out pretty well. Yeah, otherwise you're going to spend forever saying something that you could have said in half the time. Yeah, yeah, you end up with some some show bloat and all that. Uh, But yeah, that's pretty much it for stuff for season two. Really looking forward to it. Um, I know we're going to try and get a lot quicker turnaround on episodes uh once the new season well, it's starts. because it's because we won't be starting midway through the fucking season yeah yeah uh it's gonna be it's gonna be like arguably that week like because riverdale's what like a tuesday show uh i believe it is moved to wednesdays from its original thursday time slot so oh yeah we could get that we could get those puppies up by like saturday Sunday, maybe. Unless we wanted to try to do it, like, next day. I'm not against it, but that's something I guess we'll have to talk about. Uh, yeah, um, I'm thinking Saturday, Sunday. Probably gonna be the best okay. for posting time, yeah. so... Yeah, we, we have uh, terrible work schedules, yes. so, like, normally we won't even watch the show until, like, the next day. Yeah. Um, or, like, the two days after, so... Sorry, y'all, but to my knowledge, there ain't any other Riverdale podcasts, so they're, they're, deal with it. There totally is, but we won't talk about those shows. No, I'm sure they're no, going to find there, it. There aren't. There is just us. There's just us. Listen only to us. We are the one true Riverdale podcast. Have no other Riverdale podcast right. before us. I'm sure that those other Riverdale podcasts have nice people. Oh, yeah, I'm sure they're great. Um, so other than that, uh, we've got a couple episodes planned out for like the next like at least two weeks or so. Um, yeah, we're gonna talk to some friends of ours uh, about one episode's gonna be just about like the fashion and overall design of the show. 
Um, I'm so excited for this episode. You have no idea. I am so excited to talk with with people about like clothing yeah. and and color and just like all terrible. St- no, I don't want to even say terrible and stupid. I don't want to hide my genuine enthusiasm. Like stuff that is to me incredibly exciting and interesting. Oh yeah, it, I mean it's clothing and like set design and stuff like that always helps set the mood. So it's it's. It's interesting to sit, to talk about how that affects how you perceive characters and stuff. So, well, it's it's also like how you perceive the setting. Mm-hmm. Um, just like in to keep it on topic for this episode, we already riffed on Florence Nightingale mm-hmm. uh, and her nurse outfit. Like those are huge choices that set the tone, and I'm super excited to go into this. Yeah, definitely. So um, we're gonna talk about that in episode really really soon, um, and then we're also gonna talk about Chilling Adventures of Sabrina Volume One. Uh, pretty soon as well. So, so look out for those. Um, I'm sure we'll probably also do some mini episodes about other Archie comics and stuff. Uh, until the the show actually comes out. So, yeah. Um, uh, you'll you'll hear from us at least two more times. Yes, at least before uh the new season starts. Uh, also, Riverdale is now available on, like, DVD and Blu-ray, so for anybody out there who likes having physical media, you can go and get it. Um, gonna promo for the show, I guess, even though we are getting paid to. Come on, CoverGirl. Dog, oh my god, CoverGirl uh, still has not gotten at me. L'Oreal got at me, and I was like, get out of here, don't even talk to me. What about Mac? I'm waiting for CoverGirl. Mac, please get out. Come on, let's be adults about this. It's Cover Girl or Never Girl. Yeah, it was close. That was good enough. Okay, I think that's the quality you expect here at Riverdale. <laughs> that's uh, I think that's it for the show. I think we're done now. Yeah, I think we're done forever now. I think actually the show's canceled. Now. Yeah, yeah, we're canceled. Um, Riverdale's canceled. It's all canceled. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we have that authority. Get over it. Archie Comics is um, now shuttering their doors. They're going out of business. Sonic the. He- Sonic the Hedgehog comics will continue, though. Um, So for Maple Syrup Blood Money, uh, you can get at us at uh, Twitter, Mm -hmm. at MapleAndBlood. You can email us, MapleAndBlood at gmail.com. We have a Tumblr and a, a, what is it, Podbean? Uh, You can find Podbean, where I host all the episodes and stuff like that. You can go to MapleAndBlood.podbean.com. You can go to Facebook um, and just search for Maple Syrup Blood Money. You'll find us. Um, I'm also thinking about hosting a bunch of our episodes on YouTube uh, soon-ish, okay. just because it helps get it out there a bit more. So I'm not, I'm not against that. I think that's a lovely idea. So uh, I'll probably put it in the show notes once I actually get that set up, but um, probably just be okay. youtube.com slash maple and blood. Uh, I think that's what everything else has been so far, so... Uh, yeah, so look out for that. Uh, we'd also appreciate any iTunes reviews that you guys could give us. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Five stars, obviously. Um, tell us what you like, what you don't like. Uh, we'll also um, share, you know, share episodes with your friends. Say, hey, check out this really weird, dumb show called Riverdale, and then listen to these two dumb uh, white dudes talk about it. <laughs> These two stupid-ass white boys. As, watch them try and shove as much D&D and tabletop role-playing games into the show as they possibly can. Yeah, watch them make their content as unapproachable as possible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, but yeah, that would be uh, super duper helpful um, because I still think we have plenty of normal discussions. Yeah, um, kind of. So for maple syrup blood money, uh, it has been a blast as always, Noah. I have been your... No, I don't got one this time. I've been your cold toad host, Kyle Carter. I have been your burn victim host, (laughs) Noah Carter. One of those is much worse. (laughs) Thank you for listening. Thank you both. (laughs)